you can look at the surface level stuff of a power couple. Mm-hmm. You could talk about money, mm-hmm. influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think to be a power couple, there's a deeper level of the couple part. Right. Well, and see, and I, I agree with that. Because like when there's a billion dollars up in the elevator. <laughs> shit goes down. I mean, and I think, but that's real, right? To me, that's what a power couple is. It's like, look, you know what? There's some drama. There's some there's some issues sometimes, but that doesn't stop the couple. That doesn't stop us from achieving. That doesn't stop us as a unit from overcoming these obstacles within our marriage or within our individual careers. Welcome back to the Naked Proverbs podcast, where we unclothe the truth about black love, family and marriage. My name is Nick Scott, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my husband, What's going on? It's your boy, Rich. And today we are going to talk about power couples. Right at the start of every episode, we always remind our listeners that we are not trained, licensed or professional therapists or counselors. We've been married for 19 years and Naked Proverbs is our platform to share our experience, our advice, our stories and our opinions. If you haven't already, make sure you're following the Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And if you like what you hear, show us your love and support by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. We want to take a moment and say thank you to all of our listeners. We truly appreciate you all tuning in. So today while I was out, uh, you know, doing a little driving around, I thought about something. What do you think about? I thought about, because, you know, our daughters are getting older and... You know, they they want to be married at some point. One of them does. And I was wondering, do young men still ask fathers for their daughter's hand in marriage? I don't know. And and I mean, because <laughs> it, it made me like, I mean, I had a deep thought. I mean, like I thought about this for a minute. Right. And I even went all the way back to when I asked your dad for your hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. And first of all. I realized I was like 22 years old. Mm-hmm. It was probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. My dad's not even scary. It, I don't think it was about him being scary as much as it was just like, well, what if he says no? Like, I had never met your dad before. Yeah, what if he said no? Then what would you have done? I don't know. You've been like, oh, well, I'm just going to marry like, her anyway. Dude, I'm like listening to you. I'm going to marry her anyway. She's fine. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. But like I was just thinking about that. Like, first of all, to be 22, 23 years old and to call someone's dad and that you've never spoken to, you've never met. And to be like, uh, hello, Mr. Taylor. Um, How did you even get his number? I, you know, I even thought about that. I was like, how did I get dad's number? Because I didn't give it to you. No, you didn't. So I had to have gotten it from our cousin. No, she wouldn't have had my dad's number. I don't know how I got his number. Stalker. Maybe from your sister. That's a possibility. That, that's probably that's realistically. A possibility. Yeah, but I was just like, so I called him and introduced myself. Uh, 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 hello, Mr. Taylor. Uh, my name is Rich Scott and Richard Scott probably at the time. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd really like your daughter. And he was probably like, what? Is that what you said for real? I don't know what I said. All I do remember is I finally asked, I would like to ask your daughter to marry you, marry me. How do you feel about that? 
He was like, yeah, get her up out of my pocket. No, you know what he said? I still remember these words. Exact. These were his exact words. Do you love her? That was like the first that was thing. It? That was the first question he asked me. And I was like, yes, sir. And then there was an awkward silence. <laughs> and then I think he was like, okay. That was it? <laughs> Dang. I mean, what are you supposed to say, though? I mean, like, a daughter should be a father's most prized and valuable possession. And a father should not relinquish his daughter so easily. Like, it should come with just a little bit more work and effort on behalf of the person who is humbly asking for the father's daughter's hand in marriage. But I think I had worked really hard just trying to break down all your walls. But that has nothing to do with my dad. Well, he must have seen the persistence. He didn't see that. He must have seen. You no, know, he didn't. How do you know? No, he didn't. That conversation should have had a whole lot more depth. It did. He said, do you love her? That's not. No. That's a lot of depth. He should have had more questions than that. Well, here we are 19 years later. So apparently he had enough questions. No, that wasn't. That wasn't good. Dad, that wasn't good enough. But yeah, I was just thinking, like, do people still do that? I don't know. And then what am I supposed to say if some little boy asks me, can he marry my daughter? Whatever. I don't know nothing about him. Hopefully it won't be the same situation. Hopefully this is a generational curse that we've broken where the father doesn't know the prospective fiance and some random boy just calling and asking for one of our kids' hands in marriage because I won't be okay with that. Well, I'm going to tell you now, if some boy don't ask me, I'm going to punch him in his throat. Well, I mean, hopefully he does ask, but hopefully we have met the boy. Hopefully we have been able to build a relationship with the boy, know a little bit about where his people come All from. All I know is that boy who, better ask me. Well, you need to make sure you set that expectation. I did. I've said it with my daughters. They know. Oh, well, you I don't I remember mean, I used to ask them all the time when they were young, but they were young. They have changed yeah, so much them. and they're rude. I still ask them, and, like, and they're always like, of course, daddy. Yeah, but they were little. No, now I asked them. now. When did you ask them last? When we had a conversation about it. Okay. Don't you be all in our business. OK, I ain't in y'all's business. You're listening to the Naked Proverbs podcast with Rich and Nick Scott. If you like what you're hearing, show your support by becoming a patron. All of our patrons receive exclusive benefits like behind-the-scenes content, access to bonus audio, and Naked Proverbs merchandise. To learn more and to become a patron, visit the Naked Proverbs Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Naked Proverbs. So what is a power couple? I think people use that word just all the time. Oh, that's a power couple. Oh, they're a power couple. But what the hell is a power couple? It's a couple that's powerful. So like (laughs) Michelle and Barack. Sure. I would definitely say that they're a power couple, but some would also say that Cardi B and Offset are a power couple. But see, I don't even know who they are. So they're not that powerful, are they? But that's because it's not, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a cultural Mm -hmm. thing. Get it out. Get it out. It's, you know, like it's generational, like different generations are going to look up to different people. People who are in different places in their lives are going to resonate with different types of couples. No, if I say Barack and Michelle, there ain't nobody out there that's going to be like, they're not a power couple. That's not true. There are some people that don't. Donald Trump. 
I don't know. I mean, ain't nobody that's worth nothing going to say they are not a power couple. But there are people who would say that Cardi B and Offset are a power couple, too. Okay, so because I honestly was kind of like, I can name people that I think are power couples, but I didn't really even know what is the definition. You know me. I went and looked at Mm dictionary.com. And they said a power couple is a couple consisting of two people who are each influential or successful in their own right. Yes. Exactly. And so, yes, Cardi B and Offset would be considered a power couple based off of that definition, in my opinion. I don't know much about Cardi B. I know she used to be a stripper. Now she's like a nasty rapstress. And I know Offset's mama's a soror. (laughs) And, you know, they... Is that the guy with the lazy eye? Does he have a... See, I don't even know what these people look like, really. I don't know. But I'm saying... But there's that rapper that is missing an eye. Oh, he's like... I know who you're talking about, but I don't think that's Offset. Oh, I thought that's why his name was Offset, because his eye was Offset. (laughs) And I don't even know if Cardi B's husband's name is Offset. I just said it because that's the first thing that came to my mind. But anyway, Mm. based off of the definition that you gave, some people would call them a power couple because they each are influential. They each have their own careers. They're each doing their own thing. And then they're a couple. Okay, so then... That, I mean, I think it's pretty clear than what a power couple is. Mm-hmm. It's basically any two people that are married that are doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, that I doesn't, mean, I mean, that. I guess I, I thought uh, a power couple was something a little bit more than just your, because really you could say any famous person that's married, you could technically call them a power couple. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, well, I based think, off what you just said, well, they have no, influence. They're married. You said that, and I was just well, dictionary I said. was just saying that based off of that definition, then yes, Offset and Cardi B would be considered a power couple. And to some people who are into that type of love <laughs> and that type of lifestyle, then they would be considered a power couple. Well, I think that. It should be a little more depth Agreed. to the definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that for someone to have that label or, you know, that designation, there should be a little bit more to it, mm-hmm. a little bit more to them. Um, and maybe that's just because I'm older. So I expect, you know, a little bit more out of someone that I would consider a power couple because, you know, the very first couple I came up with was Barack and Michelle, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. I would not put whoever you just said cardi b and offset offset (laughs) next set and cardi b like they they're named that ain't even their real names you know what i'm saying okay like i couldn't put them on the same uh podium you sound real bougie right now no no because because hold on i couldn't put them on the same podium as barack and michelle right absolutely definitely not but i would almost put jay-z and beyonce on from a power couple standpoint, okay, as the same level as a Barack and Michelle. So let's dissect that a little bit. So, so it's not about their careers. It's not about where they came from. Uh, it, it's not about any of that. I just feel like if you're going to say a power couple, like a couple that is really making moves and doing things, I don't even know who Cardi B and Left Set is. Offset. Offset. Is Cardi B's husband. Right Set. Upset. That's what he going to be. And he is a member of the Migos. They ain't even been married for 10 years yet. I don't think they You got to get 10 years under your belt, I think, before we can call you a okay. real power couple. Okay. 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 And so you know, now you know we're setting some threshold. I say that because 
especially if you are famous, you know, and that's what your power comes from is being in in the camera's eyesight all the time. The marriages don't last. Most of the time they don't. But I think now we're starting to set some thresholds and put some parameters and boundaries around it. I don't even it. know how long uh, Jay-Z and been married, though. So well, yeah, I'm, I think it's more than 10 let's years. Go, let's go seven and a half. <laughs> you, got, to we, we, you want to make sure that Jay-Z and he Beyonce make it, make he it gotta in. Make the list. He got to Well, I know Jay-Z is your boy. He's my boy. Yes. Hey, Jay-Z, I'm trying to meet you. Yeah, Jay. Right, thanks. Hove. Give me a call. Sean. You know my number. You got it. If you don't, look it up. So, okay, married a certain number of years. So you have to be married to be considered a power couple. Well, I think that that is an important piece, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can just get the Queen of England and she partners up with the the king of... the Middle Eastern. No, that's whatever. not it. No, mm-mm. you know, that and, ain't and they're both powerful. They're both, you know, <laughs> individuals. But that's not a power couple to me, like a power couple, because to me, you can look at the surface level stuff of a power couple. Mm-hmm. You could talk about money, mm-hmm. influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think to be a power couple, there's a deeper level of the couple part. Right. Well, and see, and I, I agree with that because like when there's a billion dollars up in the elevator. <laughs> shit goes down i mean and i think but that's real right to me that's what a power couple is is like look you know what there's some drama there's some there's some issues sometimes but that doesn't stop the couple that doesn't stop us from achieving that doesn't stop us as a unit from overcoming these obstacles within our marriage or within our individual careers like we still power through this because we are a power couple we don't just fall apart the first time a wave hits us so you said something else another threshold mm-hmm. they collectively should be working towards achieving something a legacy a legacy i like legacy okay so yeah. they should be so they should be married they should be married a certain number of years they should also be working together to achieve or to create and build a legacy yes so then my question is then does each individual person at that point need to be influential and have their own job and, you know, doing big things individually? Right. Like, right. Does Michelle need to go be a uh, vice president or right. president right. because of a company or whatever right. because Barack was the president of the United States? Right. No. Okay. I think that that's part of being a power couple, though is there are times that I've had to ease back and let you shine. Mm -hmm. And there are times that you've had to ease back and let me shine. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what a power couple is, is like I'm uplifting and pushing you for for you to reach your fullest potential and vice versa. And I think that when a lot of times people just spit out names, they look at the superficial things they're looking at. They have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately in America, if you have a lot of money, and you are in the public's eye, you have influence. Like money hopefully, brings influence Hopefully, in America. hopefully. See, I think I mean, influence I, is just one of those things that not everybody has. Nope. And money does agree. not get you influence. I don't think money, money gives you access to a lot of things, but I don't think money gives you access to influence. As, as an example, uh, what's his name? Lil Wayne? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lil Wayne. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He got all the tattoos on his face. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lil Wayne. He met with President Trump this past week. I believe I saw a photo of that. And he endorsed President Trump. 
That endorsement means nothing. But it means nothing to you. But I'm saying there are people out there that in two days are going to vote for President Trump all because Lil Weezy's said he's a good guy. I don't. And I think that that's what I mean by money can bring influence. He has no if, influence. If Lil Weezy was just. Why you keep calling him Lil Weezy? Lil Weezy was random Weezy, <laughs> right? Big cough Weezy. Uh, he was the guy that says, I do music for a living, but had never really produced anything or done anything big. He wouldn't have the influence that he has because he does have influence. I don't feel like he has influence. He don't have your influence, but that doesn't mean he didn't have influence. I don't see when I think of an influential, since we're sticking to the music industry, because clearly we're discrediting people in the music industry yeah, from being power suck. couples and influential just because they're in Y'all the music some weak, industry. Rich people. Oh. Unless you Jay Z. And well, see, why does Jay Z got to be the exception? Because you know what? He's a businessman. He is. Man, he's a business. He is. Man, man. I Biz, guess. He's a business. Man. man. Yes. He said that. Yeah. He's not a businessman. He is a business. Man. Man. Yes. Yeah. And he is. But he, in my opinion, is influential. He has influence. Now, if he comes out and says that he's endorsing Donald Trump, then that could really make a big difference. But somebody like Lil Wayne, like how, like you just said, Cardi B and Offset are not on the same level as Jay-Z and Beyonce. Lil Wayne is not on the same level. They're in the same industry and they may have done collaborations together. Who knows? But Lil Wayne and Jay-Z are not the same when it comes to influence. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have influence. Everybody has a certain level of influence. And that's my point. My point is not is his influence to say like you don't see Joe Biden out here like hey, uh, Lil Weezy. He's like, hey, Brock, I'm going to need you to go ahead and get this endorsement on and and, and say some stuff like influence has to have have some impact impact on my my opportunity to be president. Right. Yep. But what I'm saying is, is just because you don't have the same level of influence doesn't mean that you can't have influence. Everybody has a certain level of influence. And, and I think that that's a big piece, even when we talk about power couples, because the truth is you could talk about uh, the webs here in Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. So we're and talking about a power Wilmington, yeah. uh, Wilma, Wilma and Wellington. Uh-huh. I said Wilmington. That's, yeah. their, that's their name. That's their power couple name. Wilmington. Wilmington. You just made that up. <laughs> yeah. W- Wilma. Wilma and Wellington. Yes. yes. Webb. Webb. Yes. Okay. Very powerful couple. Absolutely. They have influence. They have respect. Uh-huh. I think that's a huge piece that sometimes can get overlooked when you're talking about a power couple is do people respect them? Do people respect their opinion? Do mm-hmm. people like does their opinion matter to the point that it could change another person's opinion about something? And so when I think of them, they're influential, but there are people that don't even know who they are necessarily. Right. So I would dare say that a power couple is much like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. I, I don't agree. <laughs> How can you disagree with that? Because at the end of the day, I think, especially with social media, uh, you have a lot of people that label themselves as power couples. Oh, so you label yourself as a power couple people do it all the time so you you don't have to wait for somebody to label you as a power i don't know couple. we're a power couple you just labeled us as a power couple okay if boom. y'all don't agree then don't tune in because we're a power couple boom uh no i think that you know 
seriously though that there are people that just label themselves as a power couple because that's the thing to do it's cute uh but they lack those things that we've discussed already they haven't been married long enough or they not they're not married. working or they're not married they're not working towards achieving or creating or building a legacy they're not beyonce or jay-z or barack or michelle or rich and or Nick. rich and <laughs> or wilmington or, you call or wilmington <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many things people just put tags on and throw out there Mm -hmm. and i think power couple is one of them it is and so for me i think that's kind of why i wanted to talk about this was because i'm like well what does make someone a power couple and why does it even matter it matters to some people because people need inspirations let's face it black folks being married to each other is not a thing black folks being married to each other and actually having a happy marriage is even less of a thing. Black folks being married to each other and being happy with each other and having longevity is even less of a thing. And building a legacy together. Right. So I think like that all those things we mentioned. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that it's important for people to have those those examples of realistic people mm-hmm. that they could be like. So if you live the type of lifestyle like Cardi B and Offset, they very well well besides the fact they haven't been married long enough, um, but they very well may, may be a power couple to somebody. And that's why I said power couple is in the eye of the beholder because for us, we would never ever look at Cardi B and Offset and be like, oh my gosh, they're such a power couple. You know, I was, I brought it up just to give the contrast between Barack and Michelle. And to me, the whole opposite end of the spectrum is Cardi B and Offset. Yeah, so Offset is not to do with the lazy eye. I, I know who you're talking about, but he's like an older rapper. What do you mean? Like, he's he's come and gone off the scene. Sticky Fingers got a lazy eye. That ain't who it is, though. That's not who it is. And, and I would also like to point out, because you briefly, quickly said something earlier about power couples going through issues and problems and resolving them together. I would like to just put out there and say, since you put us in the category of power couple, that power couple by no means does it mean and equate to being a perfect couple. A perfect couple does not even exist. I'm gonna need you to get off Google. I'll try and find a dude with the lazy eye. He's 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 a has been. So he's not a power couple. I don't even think he was a couple. Couple screw short. Mm-hmm. You ain't even hear nothing I just said, did you? Yeah, I did. What I say? You're just basically saying that a power couple does not mean a perfect couple because there's no such thing as a perfect couple. Okay. So see how I can look for listening. the dude with the lazy eye and listen to you? You were listening. I just want to point out that this is the second podcast in a row that you have interrupted the flow with Google. I'm, I'm Next time, you can't even bring your laptop, which you're just going to have to memorize your notes. No problem. <laughs> and I'll just ask Alexa anything I need to know. She'll just chime yeah, she'll in. She'll know. She'll chime into the middle of our podcast. All randomly. <laughs> like she does. One of my cousins posted a picture the other day and it was an apple and a mirror. And what you could see in front of you, the person that was not looking in the mirror, was the apple that had been bitten. 
But on the back side that was actually reflecting from the mirror mm -hmm. was this perfect red apple. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is what happens so often in uh, relationships and power couples. You know, you see the shiny red apple on social media. You see what's public. Right. You see what they want you to see. Now, every now and then, you know, when there's a billion dollars on the elevator, you know, some things can happen. Shit happens. That maybe it they didn't down. want to be out in public. Uh, you know, when you married to Jada, there might be an entanglement. entanglement you know, maybe because, you know, uh, she's always been a hoe. But there, there might be some issues. Right. But to me, a power couple is able to work like name something that Barack and, Mich and, and Michelle ever had issue with. Well, if you were paying attention when we went to Becoming, you would have heard her disclose some of that. I might have fell asleep. That was late. I was <laughs> it was late. She was talking. Took forever to get out it there. It did take her a minute to What's get out What's she talking about, though? She talked about some of the problems that her and uh, Barack have had in their marriage. She didn't get too specific about it, but. But at the end of the day, they decided, because for a power couple, it's not let's solve our or resolve our issues to be a power couple. It's let's resolve our issues. Let's solve these problems because we know where we want to be. Right. And because let's be honest, if you ask Jay-Z and Beyonce, if you ask Barack and Michelle, if you asked uh, Oprah and Stedman, because they married, y'all just don't know. Um, I if you, believe if they're you married If you ask too. those people, like, are you out to be a power couple? Are you, do you do what you do to be labeled? A, no. They do what they do because of those things we mentioned earlier, their desire to build a legacy, their desire to have that person that pushes them and makes them better. It's the couple part, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's really what makes a power couple a power couple. It's the couple stuff. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I think that unfortunately people just see the good stuff and then they think, oh, my marriage isn't great. Oh, we can never be a power couple. Oh, we can never be Barack and Michelle because you drink, we have problems because you this you that whatever the problem is right mm -hmm. I guess I just look at things differently I know there are people that look up to us that want to imitate everything we do they don't know they don't they don't know that's what they want though but they don't know because we I've seen it I've watched it and don't I laugh. know I don't giggling. show don't care about what goes on in the hood but I think that that's the thing it's almost like um I used to always say, when I become a uh, multimillionaire, I'm going to donate this amount of money mm -hmm. or I'm going to do this for someone else. Right. But the truth is, you don't have to be a multimillionaire to donate or to give or to do things for others. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times it's the same thing. People think, well, I'm not a power couple, so nobody's looking at me or I don't have any influence or I don't have no one's looking at our marriage. No one's looking at what we're doing. And that's not really true. I agree. Because there's somebody that is one year into this thing that's looking at us at year 19 like, dang. I can I can agree with the with us being potentially inspiring to other people. But I would just caution people about really zoning in and zeroing in on even Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. They're not perfect. So understand that 
even though this couple may be inspiring to you and you might look up to them and there are certain qualities about their relationship that you seek and would love to have for yourself and in your own relationship, also understand that that couple, whoever it is, is not perfect. Right. They're not perfect. They have issues. We have had, you name it, we've probably been through it. And people don't know that. So it goes back to the apple, what you were describing. It's like, you don't know what's on the other side. You don't know what it has taken for us to get to this place in our marriage. We don't know what Barack and Michelle have gone through. We don't know what Beyonce and Jay-Z have gone through. Well, it was on that elevator that one time. That was the one time. And that, and they also had a third party involved and in that, that Becky Solange. Up to Becky with the good hair. <laughs> who is Becky? Did we ever figure out who Becky was? Some white girl. Well, we know that much. But my point is, is we don't know everything that goes on in a person's marriage. So then mm-hmm. to put this person on a pedestal and as if this person, these persons on a pedestal, people. on a pedestal as if they're perfect, that I just, I, 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 I encourage you to exercise caution around that because there's no per there is no perfect couple there's no perfect couple we but can there be are... happy 99 percent of the time but there's one percent of the time where it's just like oh uh-uh right well there's no perfect couple i think there are things that you can do to have a better marriage or to be working towards being a quote-unquote power couple mm-hmm. right one of those things we kind of briefly discussed earlier is well who's got to be the lead or who's got to be the one that's doing the powerful piece right Mm -hmm. um and i think that really being a powerful couple means that you support your spouse whether it's you know i mean it doesn't really matter is it you know do you want to start a new business or do you want to go back to school or do you want to whatever that looks like what are your dreams what are your goals and how does your spouse support that i think is just as important as some of the other stuff we've talked about because Mm -hmm. Some of these people never could have reached the the levels they've reached in their lives if their spouses didn't support them. Mm-hmm. That is very, very true. And I would also like to add, because I always like to look out for the the wife, the stay at home mom, the one who is really holding down and making the things run in the household. I'm always looking out for her because even though she's not out you know, bringing in checks and being influential and getting awards or whatever it is that accolades make you powerful, just because she's not doing it does not mean that she's not contributing and holding it down and supporting and holding up and uplifting her husband in the background. And she's a part of that couple. And I think that's so true. Uh, You know, I even think of friends that I have that fit that you know yep uh, i have at least two friends for sure that yeah. fit that that bill that you just described right and the husbands have gone out and built these careers and you know had won these accolades and made all this money mm-hmm. and the wives have raised the children mm-hmm. and, and ran actually, the house that's i got three really good friends i like know that. several and like, if people I really stopped i probably have even more than that uh and the interesting thing is is I would say each of those relationships are in different places. Now that the kids are gone, now that the kids are independent, you know, I've got one friend who, you know, 
built his whole career on traveling the world, literally, mm-hmm. sometimes bringing the family with him, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's like, it's your world, baby. Whatever you want to do, that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Because up until now, you've been raising the kids. But it's more than just raising the kids. Well, no, I'm I, hate, just saying, I hate to just minimize right. their job no. to just raising kids because they but, but are. I guess I'm not saying that minimizing it to raising kids. What I'm saying is that that took up a large portion of what she was doing and now that the kids are gone she has some freedom and he's like well what is it that you want to do with your life like Mm -hmm. you've lived your whole life supporting me (laughs) and allowing me to go out and build this empire that we've built Mm -hmm. Uh, but now what one piece and it's not the only piece but one what large piece that was kind of preventing you from going out and doing whatever you wanted Mm -hmm. is gone. Yeah. So now what do you want to do? Right. And then I have another one who just recently became, you know, uh, they recently as a couple became children free Mm -hmm. and they both don't know what they're doing. They trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Which is fair. They're, they're just like, well, we don't even know what right now is supposed to look like. Right. That's fair. Um, then my third one, like, man, hey, man, sad. That's all I got to say. Well. So to me, it's understanding that. So which one of those three would be the power couple? Number one, number two, or number three? Well, all three of them are power couples mm-hmm. in and their own ways. That's the key, too, though, is you have to know where you want to be if you want to, quote, unquote, be a power couple. Well, that goes back to you you saying working together to create and build a legacy. You cannot work together and to create and build a legacy if you don't even know what the future looks like. If you can't even picture what it looks like in 20, 30, 40 years from now. So being able to dream together and have mirror images of what your lives are going to be like in an extended amount of time, I think is very important. I'm huge on visualization. So if we we were married when we were in our 20s, we're now in our 40s. So over the years, we have spent many hours, mm-hmm. many hours to this day, we spend many hours talking and discussing and planning and visualizing and working together and strategizing how we're going to achieve or make it to whatever the next phase is and even if it's a phase that we've never even experienced in our lives or our parents have experienced in our lives we've taken the time out to craft and to draft and to revise the plans that we have for our lives to me that's part of being a power couple is being prepared for whatever comes next even if you don't even really know what comes next you can ask questions to friends that have kids that are older than you you can read books you can research like you can learn a lot if you want to you can listen to podcasts like naked proverbs nakedproverbs.com like i mean the knowledge is out there so you don't have to be one of those couples that the kids leave and now all of a sudden you Y'all don't even like each other because you don't. Or a has been power couple. Right. Because we to know some it. of them, too. Yeah. I just we know some of them. One. We know some of them that got actual awards for being a power couple. Oh, right. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Naked Proverbs podcast. We truly want you to have a happy marriage. We want you to thrive in your marriages and indulge in your spouses on a regular basis. 
Don't forget to follow The Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And we will talk to y'all in the next one. Peace. Peace.